I'm Hannah. I'm Melanie. Wait, did we pick a name? We did not. And this is. <laughs> I thought did we, we had some millennial ideas. musings. Something we liked I like the with H and M because that's millennial like... musings with H and M. Yeah. Oh I my like god, that. like the store. Yeah. <laughs> did I just get that? <laughs> okay. Well, this is millennial musings with H and M. This is our first podcast, so... We're very excited to be here. Bear with us as we figure out all of the little issues. Um, But yeah, I think we're just going to talk about life stuff as late 20-somethings. Growing up in the greater Philadelphia area. And just our shenanigans that we get into on a regular Uh, basis. Living through our 20s, we're almost 30. It's very exciting. Yeah, so I recently we took a trip mm-hmm. to Nashville. Yeah. So Melanie had already been there once. It was my first time, and our other friend that came with us, it was her first time. And it's a really cool city. It, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite cities for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nashville, I feel like, is one of those places where you have to go there to like fully get it you know like you see people posting pictures of bachelorette parties and it's become Mm -hmm. this big like hot hot site to go to for those but I I did think because of all that like everything that I've seen that it was maybe like overrated just because people talk about it so much Mm. but it's not (laughs) it's pretty cool yeah I don't know I was trying to think like when it became such a big hot spot for bachelorette parties well, a lot of the, the locals that we met were saying that it didn't used to be that way and that a lot of things right. have changed, um, which is so interesting that, I don't know, it's it didn't used to be that way and, and now it's become, I mean, it was crowded when we were there. Wall-to-wall people. Yeah. So I think mo- a lot of people know that, you know, Broadway is, is like the, the hot street. <laughs> place to be yeah I mean it was like New York City level crowded like out on the street yeah. uh whatever night that we were on Broadway I think we went was did we go on a Saturday night I think it was. we had to have yeah. I mean I can't imagine it would have been like that on like a on a week on night. Sunday night but yeah especially I mean so we went in March so especially like in the spring I'm sure summertime is right. even more crowded yeah definitely well it was spring break for a lot of oh, schools right. when we were there there was also like the SEC championship or i don't know which basketball. i did <laughs> i did not know what that meant yeah so there were it was crowded it could have been worse though i also never knew that it was such a um how do i phrase this like like a medical mm-hmm. <laughs> that they have like really good hospitals there metropolis of yeah medicine. i didn't know that they have like really um i don't know top top hospitals yeah i mean between vanderbilt and mm-hmm. What was the other Sarah Cannon, which we oh, all yeah. know is Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, they have a lot of like healthcare systems there, which is cool. But I think that that's what makes Nashville so awesome is it's just known for like their food, their music, yeah. their medicine. There's just so much stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had kind of a wild, um, mm. should we talk about our flight home? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our flight there was like perfect. Very early flight. I wasn't expecting the Philadelphia airport to be so crowded at 5 o'clock in the morning. But um, everything went really smoothly. The flight there was no complaints. Yeah. Um, the flight home, 
So originally we <laughs> we had a a Monday night flight uh from Nashville back to Philly. So we were supposed to get back at to the Philly airport at 10 p.m. originally. Uh there was a I don't know 15 20 minute delay which was fine at first. Um it's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> so also people don't seem to understand like we flew southwest i don't know if that even matters with the um i think it matters the stanchions with at the airport when you're lining up by your group number people seemed very confused about that yeah there was there was a, a man who like got in front of us and then was like oh is this going to ohio i'm like how did you get here i know like <laughs> how how are you functioning and i feel like you, but, you hear those stories of people that like get on the wrong plane and they're like if you're ridiculous. not if you're not going back to philadelphia get off now and it's like how did you make it to this point <laughs> like you scanned your boarding pass <laughs> and you somehow still managed to get on the wrong plane i don't get it but yeah, Southwest, I think it's been important to the story because if you guys are unfamiliar with Southwest, the boarding process is that you don't have an assigned seat. Yeah. And so you get... Which I used to like, now not so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons, I think, yeah. to both like processes. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're traveling in a group, if you're a family, and then you want to all sit together, it's yeah, like a mad it's hard. dash. And then people have no idea, like okay, I'm in boarding group A, and then they're looking for a seat, and no one wants a middle seat. Everyone, right. you know, wants the aisle or the window. And so it's just, I think it Southwest makes it a little bit more chaotic than yeah. if you just had an assigned seat to begin with. Mm-hmm. So there were three of us, so obviously we wanted to sit together. There was, by the time we got on the plane, there was one row left that had three seats, and it was the very last row. Next to the bathroom. Next to the bathroom. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't really mind that so much. It's not like it was smelly or anything. It was just that we heard the toilet flushing like constantly. <laughs> and then there was the weed. <sighs> dun dun dun. Okay, there had to there there was a hundred percent weed on the plane. Some There's no way that it was just smoking. clinging to somebody's clothes for that long. No, no. it was uh, it was pungent and it was directly in front of us. I think it was the woman that was sitting in the middle seat in the row right in front of us. And she, I mean, when I say she reeked of weed, like, it was just, it was so strong. And I was wearing an N95. Yeah. So the fact that I could smell your weed through my N95 (laughs) mask should give you an indication that it's too damn strong. So that was, like, I guess... You know, point number one or two of things that went wrong on <laughs> yeah. that on that flight. Um, yeah, I started getting a headache. I don't know if it was <laughs> it was a combination of the weed, my mask, and just like it being late. Um, yeah. We had an early dinner, and then we didn't really eat much after that. Um, <laughs> the dinner. <laughs> well, yeah, we can get we into can that get to that in a, in a second. <laughs> um, but so I think we already knew we were already a little bit apprehensive about the weather because it had been saying that it was going to rain and possibly thunderstorm on Monday when we were coming home. So we were like, oh, well, I hope nothing happens with that. And, you know, we took off, you know, we had that 15, 20 minute delay, but they didn't really say anything about that. And then uh, it it started to become turbulent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, towards the end. And. I was okay. Um, I it think was, our, our other friend always has to take Dramamine. 
Yeah, it was manageable, but then it started to get to a point where yeah. I kind of felt like I was on a boat in the air. I always feel like a pussy when I'm, like, <laughs> gripping the armrest, but it's like... I think everyone was <laughs> gripping the armrest on this flight, like... Ugh. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It was rough. So then, oh, well, we were watching. You can watch... You can track the, the plane on the mm-hmm. Southwest app. Um, so... Melanie was doing that, and you could see that he was flying in circles, trying to, I don't know, avoid the turbulence, or we didn't understand why he was doing that at first, until uh, the flight attendant came on and started to say, as we make our descent into Philadelphia, but she was cut off by him saying, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) uh, the Philadelphia airport is not accepting planes at this time due to high winds so we are making a we are diverting to baltimore yay and i said shut the fuck up yeah like so we were already supposed to originally land at 10 p.m in philadelphia if everything had been perfect and at this point it was probably like what 11 or god knows probably past 11 i think by the time we landed in baltimore but we were all supposed to go to work the next day yeah yeah this was also a sunday sunday night yeah. so you could imagine monday night oh monday night yeah. we took off correct that monday. it was a monday night getting ready to go back after a nice long weekend vacation and um that was the moment where i was like well shit i don't know if i'm gonna get to work tomorrow and I mean, we were talking, like, are they going to put us up in a hotel? Yeah. Are they going to reimburse us for something? And, like, I don't think even the flight attendants knew what was going on. So we kind of just were... I mean, when we landed, the landing was a little... That was rough. A little rough. <laughs> um, that was the point where I was like, all right, I'll take some Dramamine. Yeah. Because between the weed... Mm-hmm. I had to... I mean, I know you're supposed to keep your mask on on a plane, but I had to rip it off because yeah. I was, was getting a, a migraine and it was just... Oh, God. So then when we had to sit at the Baltimore airport, everyone had to go to the bathroom. Everyone and their mom had to pee, <laughs> like, the second you land. Oh, it was... God. But... So they basically said, you know, we're going to land at Baltimore now, and we'll let you know what's happening. Uh, and I, at that point, I was kind of like, I would rather them put us in a hotel right now so I can just go to bed. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to sit here for two hours while we wait for Philadelphia to accept planes like and then it's like the thought of like then taking off and landing a second time in the midst of like 70 mile an hour winds was a little bit nerve-wracking i mean our pilot i think was great Mm -hmm. like at keeping us updated which i appreciate as opposed to some pilots who like don't say anything and you're like this is it this is the (laughs) end like we're going down but yeah so ultimately they're like yeah no we're cleared to go back to philly now for a 19 minute flight we only sat at baltimore for like 45 minutes yeah but even that i feel like was a little bit claustrophobic because you're just sitting in the back of a plane like on a runway having no idea what's gonna happen so and then of course i'm like trying to figure out if i should text my boss for work and like all that stuff and so we eventually made it back to philly but and the actual flight, I thought, was pretty smooth. But then the landing. Yeah. The landing. And he, he gave us a warning at the beginning that yeah. when we do land in Philly, it's going to be rough, just like the landing into Baltimore was. And yeah. And it was. He was right. <laughs> he was right. And I, I would trust uh, that man with my life. But, um, and I so did. So we ended up getting back to the Philly airport at, at midnight or 1230. Probably by the time we got our bags. Yeah, like 1230 yeah. or so. Um. 
yeah, that was that was kind of the most wild flight I've had in a while. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So then I was just thinking, because then I also ended up going to Atlanta for my friend's wedding, and I noticed a lot of things in airports that really irk me, so to speak. Um, I think one of the biggest things, and I don't know if you don't, I mean, I know Hannah, you don't usually carry on, like you tend to check, <laughs> but the people that cannot figure out what direction to put their luggage on the overhead bin. So they'll have the wheels, like there was this woman and she'd have her wheels hanging out of the overhead bin and the flight attendant walks by and goes like, ma'am, ma'am, I'm going to need you to like turn that. And they're, it's like, okay, you know those toys that kids have when they're little and they put the shapes like they're in the, in shape, the wrong hole. And you're like trying to shove a square into a circle oh and you're God. like, ma'am, it's not working. <laughs> That's what these bitches are doing when they're putting their luggage up there. And they just keep, it's like, okay, obviously it's not fitting. So maybe you should try to rotate it or move mm-hmm. it around. And it, it makes me wonder, I'm like, are these people just, have they never been on an airplane before? Or are they just that dumb? You know, it's like, it makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. That's a big pet peeve. And then just people that, like, stand in the aisle the second the plane lands. Like, like where do you think you're going? <laughs> you think you're just going to, like, fly over all the people that are in front of you and you're just going to, like, get off the first person on the, the plane? Like, it's just, yeah. I That that, that is a big, big no-no. Um, but, yeah, the flight when I was going on Southwest, too, they were like, everyone needs to find a seat because it's open seating. And this woman was in the back of the plane just, like, standing there like a lost puppy, like, looking. And I'm like, there's a middle seat. Like, just sit in it. You mm-hmm. know? Like, delaying everyone's yeah. flight now at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just, I don't know. You feel like you see some very interesting people when you're in, like, an airport or on yeah. a plane. And and then with the masks and stuff, now they, like, yell at people. Mm-hmm. Like, the one woman was like, you better pull that over your nose or we're turning back around. Wait, did you hear, um, before we took off from Nashville, um, our other friend Holly that we were with, she said to me, like, the, the women that were sitting in the aisle across from us were, like, talking, and I guess she was listening, um, and she said she heard them say that, like, I don't know if, if this woman was with them or they just saw it happen, but there was, like, a woman that didn't really speak English and got picked to, like, be detained or searched or something and there was no translator for whatever language she was speaking and she missed her flight (gasps) i think maybe she was on our flight but i did not where was i when that was happening oh geez probably Uh, getting like (laughs) cheeses probably buying cheeses from the from the store oh god that's yeah no there's there's some uh there's some wild stuff. Well, I remember, so I was talking to my friend about it at the wedding this weekend or last weekend, that when we were 16 or when I was 16, we were traveling to Atlanta, like a bunch of teenage girls, and we got detained because my one friend's luggage like set something off in the detector. And I think this was at the Philly airport when we were leaving. And they said, oh, we have to open up your bags. And my friend had got a housewarming present for our friend's parents of salt and pepper shakers and they were metal and so i guess if you Uh, look at them in a certain way they might look like bombs because they're cylinders you know they're kind mm -hmm. of like long and then of course inside the cylinder is salt which i guess could also maybe look like you're smuggling drugs Jesus. so between the bombs and the drugs 
they were like, we need to go through all of your luggage. And we almost missed our flight. And we were like teenage girls, mm-hmm. like crying in the airport yeah. as these like men were like <laughs> detaining us. And it was a very traumatic experience, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, they, they don't mess around. I mean, mm-hmm. they do not mess around. But yeah, the airport I gotta is ask a how old place. I was by the TSA agent <laughs> who I, I'm guessing assumed I was 12. Because if you're 12 and under, you don't have to take your shoes off. Yeah, I don't know. That was an interesting, like, what What do you think it was that made them? I don't know. I mean, I had a mask on. My mom yeah. always tells me that I look like a teenager. I don't know. But do you, so like when you go. Was it my, was it my fuzzy Sherpa pullover? It might have been. You know what? I think that was what it was. You're right. You hit the nail on the head. Oh, God. No, I'm wondering, like, do you, like, so if you went into a liquor store and bought a bottle of wine, like, would you get carded, do you think? I usually do, yeah. It's weird because I usually don't. Every now and then I do. It's annoying when they don't say anything at first and they just say like, this always happens when I go to Giant um, and like they don't say anything and they'll say like what the total is and I go to like use my card and then they'll be like, oh, can I, can I see your ID? And I'm like, can yeah. you lead with that? Like I'm not a mind reader. Right. Like at the end. Ugh. It is. It's a little... It's a little nerve-wracking. I don't know. I wonder at what age. Like, so I'm I'm 28. Hannah just turned 29. And I feel like, I'm like, at what age do you stop feeling nervous <laughs> when you buy alcohol? Like, I still feel like I'm, I'm doing something anymore. illegal. <laughs> I am. I walk in and, like... I get carded less if it's, like, a restaurant or something. Yeah. Well, that was, like... Although, you guys got carded in Nashville a few times at restaurants. That's true. Yeah, when I was at my cousin's birthday party... um, a couple of weeks ago and I went to the bar to order um a Malibu Bay Breeze which I have not had in quite a long time and did they you were have like, that in Nashville or was that Holly that might have been Holly but they asked to see my ID and I was honored I was <laughs> truly honored I felt like a young lady again because I was like well I have not been carded in like a, a while I mean at at a bar like that I also haven't really been to a bar with COVID but I was like wow so it makes you feel good. It does. But then I had to run back and get my license, which was annoying. <laughs> I did not have it on me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you always think you're doing something illegal. It was like when you were little and your parents would go to the liquor store and you were like nine years old. And I guess... Well, my parents didn't. <laughs> you're allowed to take your kid in. Hmm. Because I guess they assume your parents aren't going to buy, like, their nine-year-old daughter, like, liquor. (laughs) You know? I mean, I don't know. Maybe your family does. But it's like, I remember one time I walked in with my sister. And my sister and I are ten and a half years apart. And they said, you're technically not supposed to do that with your sibling. Because you could be buying your younger sister booze. So then I was like, we're going to get arrested. Oh, my God. You know. Um, That just made me think of... There used to be this store at the mall. Should I say what mall or, or no? Let's just say a mall. Okay. There used to be there used to be a store at the mall. We'll let you guess. That was like um, it wasn't it wasn't a sex store, but it was like was it Spencer's? No. Oh, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going at. It was for a it sec. was on the bottom floor, like outside of a department store, and. Huh. Well, I was there with my mom and at a sex. <laughs> this store. was in, this was in college, I think. So, I don't know why I didn't have my license on me. 
That's very weird because I yeah. What was always, the circumstances around this? I mean, I didn't drive there, but oh, maybe. Um, that's weird. I usually have it all the time now. But anyway, so we went in there just to like I don't know poke fun at stuff. I guess it it wasn't like was it lingerie? Maybe. I mean, it had to be PG thirteen enough to be inside a mall. You right. know, <laughs> like it wasn't. I'm sure they didn't have, like, vibrators and shit in there. I, I really don't even remember what it was, but it was so, somewhat sexual. Um, so we went in there, and, like, obviously she's, like, a middle-aged woman. Yeah. But he he asked to see my ID. Like, I couldn't even be in there without one. And I didn't have it on me, and we had to leave. That is... I've never heard this story before, everybody. Oh and also... God. So, I don't think that story lasted very long. There's a long. couple of weird things I'd like to respond to your story with. <laughs> One, like, yeah, that's a an odd thing to hang out. That's so bizarre. And then, also, like, I don't know, just the fact that, like, you were there with your mom and they were... <laughs> there's just so much uh, to unpack, I feel like. But yeah. that's, um... That's interesting. Yeah, no, I, I also feel like malls are kind of just a dying art form at this point. Like, yeah. Does anybody go to a mall anymore these days? We used to, we used to live there in like eighth grade. I mean that that was kind of the place to well, go because it's like before you have a license and you can't drive. Yeah, what it's else like, are you gonna drop do? Drop me off at the mall, mom. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Movies, mall. I mean, like, yeah. My first date in middle school was um, was a movie and Cold Stone Creamery. Nice. So I did, classic. I did. I did that. <laughs> With, with someone in, like, eighth grade that Holly loves to bring up all the time. Um, I think it was, like, he and I and then, like, his brother and some girl. A and double I think we date. did, like, the movies and, and the Cold Stone that's there. I will never forget that the movie I saw was Claymation, Wallace and Gromit. Nice. I'll never forget I it. Think, I think we saw <laughs> I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Classic film. <laughs> Everybody loves that one. <laughs> what a good date movie. Yikes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was, like, my bizarre. first date ever, or... I don't know. It's just a good... It's a good first middle school date. Like, you get dropped off at the movies, yeah. you walk over to Cold Stone. It's, it's just... It's what the kids would do, you know, <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. But, yeah, Wallace and Gromit. That was... I remember trying to pick a movie and thinking that one was too romantic, one was a horror movie, and I was like, Wallace and Gromit seems like the safest pick here. It's like... That's cute. Out of all of the choices <laughs> I had, that was the one I was uh, like, no, that'll be good. I, um... I had a very strange double date one time in, in high school um, where it was a horror movie. Oh, no. And I think I just, the other quote-unquote couple, I mean, they weren't really, I just brought my friend with me Aww. to, like, you know. Um, but I guess the guy, the guy that I was with I wasn't very into. Um, and there was, it was a horror movie, and there was, like, a rape scene and then he tried to kiss me, like, right after it, and okay. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, um, and I guess that probably was the last date that you guys went on, right? Yep. <laughs> what a memory. Um, no, speaking of movies, see, I feel like now our podcast is definitely just going to be rambling. Yeah. Which is this fine. Is, we should call it the tangent podcast. <laughs> Literally, because I have a feeling it will be like this every episode, so get used to it. But, but... I remember, I think I've told you this story, when I was in, 
was I? No, I must have been in high school. So I recently had just gotten my license. I was like 16 and a half. Like right, like new driver, brand the new driver. The car accident. The car accident. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to see Mastermind, another cartoon voiced by the wonderful Will Ferrell. I never saw that. It wasn't that great of a movie. Spoiler <laughs> alert if anyone wanted to watch it. But we were on our way there with my friend in the car and I was in an intersection trying to make a left turn. And, you know, now being a driver for what, 12 years, I would probably have just gone. But when I was a new driver, I hesitated and I missed the light. So instead of just going with it, I ended up backing up in the middle of an intersection and I kind of gave a love tap to the car behind me. And of course, of course, my luck, there was an asshole that was driving the car behind me. I'm 16. He gets out of the car. He didn't get out of the car at that point, but he's motioning to me, like, pull over. Now, I'm at a red light. It's not like I'm trying to, you know, do a hit and run here. But I pull over in this shopping area with my friend. And I'm already, like, on the verge of tears as a 16-year-old. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, the police are going to come. It's going to be a whole thing. And meanwhile, it ends up being that this guy just wanted me to buy him and his girlfriend drinks. Uh, yeah, that, that's so weird. And in hindsight, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, when you're 16, I thought this guy must have been, like, 35. And now that I think about it, he was probably, like, 24 <laughs> with his girlfriend, like, going to uh. a bar that night. But, like, in my mind, I'm, like, this this adult man <laughs> is, like, trying to, like, get $20 from a teenage girl. He actually said to give him 10 bucks, and I had a dollar bill and a 20 mm-hmm. and I called my mom and my mom goes you have to give him the 20 oh it's such a strange situation <laughs> right and then uh, he's like I won't call the cops if you just buy me and my girlfriend our drinks for the night so of course that's what I did and extortion. then he was like oh she has to call her mommy and I'm like I'm 16 <laughs> I'm 16 like my first car accident which mm-hmm. truly wasn't even an, a car accident it was like I backed into his mm-hmm. bumper with zero damage well that just made me remember um yeah, I wouldn't even feel bad about that, like, being a new driver, because in college, I just remembered Holly and I were in the car, we were in our, our one friend's car, and I, I guess you don't know the, the corner, like, where my mom is, where, like, there's a, there's a left turn yeah. at that corner that's, like, a little bit dangerous, because you can't see over the hill. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he was, he did the same thing, where, like, he was in the middle of the intersection going to make the left turn. Oh, no. And missed it and then backed up like kind of down the hill and we were like we're gonna die oh my god (laughs) i know that could be a whole podcast in itself is about like our driving incidents because i mean growing up where we are from Mm -hmm. like people are not the best drivers one of our drivers in nashville apologized to us about the potholes there and i literally went please like you you have no idea this is like this is this is child's play compared Ugh. to where we grow up. Like, um, yeah, the, oh, the potholes. I went over a pothole the other day in the city, and I truly saw my life flash before my yeah, eyes. It was it's the like deepest it, hole. It loosens your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it shakes you to your core when you go over one. Yeah, no, we're very used to your potholes. soul leaves your body. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's Ugh. like yeah, no. Sometimes you feel like your butt is truly like lifting um. out of your driver's seat because <laughs> you're just you almost like got some air when Ugh. you went in it. It's like... well, I had a thing the other day. <laughs> I forget it was, it was coming. I I recently moved to New Jersey in January, so it was coming back to New Jersey from PA, and I was on the highway, 
and there was a guy pulled over on the side of the highway with his flashers on, no turn signal, just cuts in front of me <gasps> so close that I had to slam on the brakes and I was like honking at him like, oh I, I, like you, you are so lucky that I was able to like slow down yeah, fast like, be enough. Be aware but, like, of your surroundings. Ah, uh, my heart was racing. I was like, and he was just like a young, you know... Not a care in the world. Well, I have a question for you now that you've moved to New Jersey. So do mm-hmm. you think that Jersey drivers or Philly drivers are worse? <sighs> I know. It's a tough question. It's hard. Because... It's hard because the roads are so different. Right. Like the jug handles and... Which I thought was annoying at first, but now I don't mind so much because it's kind of like they don't want you to make a left across... Traffic. Like the highway, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... I guess there are different types of drivers. Like, yeah. It's no, tough. Mm, if I'm just going to go on the last 3 months, I'm I'm going to say that Philly's worse. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I knew it was coming. Um I might I might have to agree with you on that yeah. because it's a city. I mean, like city drivers are I don't know, they're just so much more aggressive maybe is what it is. Yeah. Like the the other day when my mom and I were in the city getting back to her place in the suburbs from this, I mean, the way that she went, I might not go mm-hmm. if I was driving, but yeah. it took fucking forever. And just the amount, it was a Wednesday at like 2.30 and I was like, nobody's at work. Right. Everyone Why? is out. Everyone was out. It was like rush hour level traffic at like 2.33 o'clock. Yeah. Um, it took so long to get back there and the amount of traffic was insane and she was like, oh, is it like this where you are now? And I was like, no, it's not. No. Yeah, my dad and I were talking about that. Like, maybe it was when I went to the airport, but he was like, why is there traffic? Yeah, because when I, when I left here, it must have been around like 12, like lunchtime. And he was like, I'd love to know why there is this much traffic yeah. in the middle of the day. And it's like, I don't even, I don't have a good answer for you. It's just... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's also, I think, that with COVID stuff, people mm-hmm. stopped taking the train. And I think mm-hmm. so many people started taking their car and then kind of, like, at least that's what I did. And then people just kind of continued to do that. And so there's just so many more cars on the road now with people working from home. And then they only go in a couple days a week. So they think, oh, I'll just right. drive in. Because there's certain days that I've noticed are more crowded and more traffic than other days, which yeah. is pretty shitty. Or if people are working from home like me and they are able to have a little bit of flexibility with their hours then they can go out in the middle, in the of, middle the day of the day yeah and do errands or whatever that's true so it is i feel like the work the work vibes have changed in the last like couple yeah. of years remember at the beginning of the pandemic when like nobody was on the road I and miss, everyone was I just those at home. Days. yeah i called uh, it like pandemic traffic and it was yeah. it was amazing this was just clear as the eye can see like not anymore i miss those days i knew it wouldn't last too long because it's like i don't know short-lived like eventually people have to go places Mm -hmm. but for a little while there it was it was it was nice on the roads um but yeah i don't know so we're already at about half an hour but um we i mean we could go a little bit into our Nashville uh, adventure, if you want. Yeah, we can, like, bring it full circle since yeah. we started with that. We'll, <laughs> we'll go back to Nashville and we'll end with it. But I don't know. Should we say what, Should we say our highs and lows? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we did that. The last place that we went before the, the airport home was 
this aquarium restaurant and we we did our highs and lows of the trip while we were there so my low was the aquarium restaurant <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding maybe uh, i'm not i don't know <laughs> no and i have to think about that what did i say my low was do you <laughs> hannah's like dying over here what did i say my oh low my was God. initially because we, um, we did talk about it on the trip yeah Oh, well, I think my high... Did you say that one tour bus driver? Or was that mine? I think that was yours, actually. Yeah. Well, first I said the tour bus driver, and then I said the shower. Oh, the shower. The shower. Well, let me talk about the shower. So, our hotel room was like a handicap room. So, it was pretty big. It was like a... I would say a suite. suite. Maybe. It It was was kind of like an apartment. Which we all got our own beds, which never happens on our trips, which was very nice. Very nice. Um, but the shower, and I feel like I have a thing with showers anyway, where like if it's if it's an unfamiliar shower <laughs> and I can't figure it out immediately, I will ask for help because I'm like, I don't have time to fuck with this. Like, like, Melody, can you turn on the yeah, shower? Yeah, so that, that first night you helped me figure it out, and then the next night you could not figure yeah, it out. Yeah, just so, my mind. <laughs> there were two different knobs. And then there were two shower heads as well. One was like up where it should be, and one was just hanging down. Well, was it a? Was it no? It wasn't a bathtub, right? It was just a shower. Like, did you? No, have to there s- was a tub. Yeah, so maybe that was part of it. Is that you would step into yeah. the tub, and it's like right. So before you turned the knob, you had to make sure that the shower head that was hanging down was in a good position to not just spray everywhere <laughs> which which happened alert, again it i kind of did it too when i was turning it off because it was just not a good not a good it wouldn't system. stay i mean like it was just dangling all about and yeah. so unless you're like shoving it into a spot there was a holder but it wasn't very secure um no. and then even even though i was able to take a normal shower it didn't drain very well, so I was just standing in water the whole time, which is, like, such a pet peeve for me. I hate that. A puddle of dirty bath water. <sighs> it's, like, yeah. No, the one night I showered, or at least I attempted to, um, the the little spray nozzle part was not in the bathtub, and it pretty much created, like, a pool in the bathroom floor. And then Ugh. I was, like, screaming, like, there's water everywhere. That was the same night that there was a giant fly. Oh, chaotic. <laughs> chaotic is the only only word I can use to describe that evening. But I I ended up giving myself what I would refer to as a sponge bath. <laughs> you know, like what you probably give like your grandmom and grandpa. Like I gave myself a sponge bath because oh I was God. just so tired and I was like, you know what? I don't have time to fiddle around with these multiple shower heads, these multiple knobs, like, you know what? I just need to bathe my body and go to sleep. And yeah. sometimes you just have those nights, but that's probably the low of our trip yeah. is our shower, mm-hmm. which and is the, pretty uh, good if that's the low. The know? tour bus driver that we're referring to, we did a hop on hop off uh, tour bus in the city, which was actually really cool. So because it was hop on hop off, we had three different drivers. The first <laughs> one was named Scooter. He was great, very yeah. like charismatic. Um, what a and man. then the second one uh, was deadly serious. No <sighs> jokes. Yelled at them for talking on on an open air like <laughs> bus, like a tour bus for tourists. He was like, "No phones, 
no talking. <laughs> like, I think this guy just wanted to hear himself tell tales yeah, of the olden days. Like, and then he would glare at us if we, like, were whispering or looking at our phone or something. And I'm, I mean, I'm a good tipper, but I was like, that guy is not getting yeah. a dime of my money because he yelled at me. <laughs> he was mean. Third driver was Peyton. He was a peach. Also Aww. very charismatic. He was a cutie pie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was the only, like, you know, mean person we encountered the whole <laughs> right, trip. Everyone though. else, everyone was, else great. was so nice, like all of our drivers mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, for the most part, I feel like our trip did not have many woes. Yeah, our our one driver, um, she was a ball of energy, drinking a Mountain Dew at nine a.m. Uh, <laughs> she gave us a like like a guide that she had made and like stapled and collated highlighted like categorized restaurants in the area it was very it was like five pages it was very detailed she was like an all-star lift driver like she went to the headquarters and took pictures with the top (laughs) she had a laminated photo of herself with other drivers like the the stock exchange like it was intense (laughs) it was cool it was very intense but yeah her energy level was not yeah she was like she was like 65 never married no kids dedicated to the job like yeah living her dream living her truth (laughs) um but yeah i would say my high was definitely the bluebird cafe Mm -hmm. that was really cool one of the coolest like music venues to ever exist i feel like i don't know what was your high should we talk about our friend that we met there (laughs) oh we could we could. So it's difficult to get tickets to the Bluebird Cafe. They're not expensive. They just sell out very quickly. So we got, there's three of us and we got tickets at a table for four. So we always knew that someone was going to sit with us. Um, so when we first sat down, there was nobody there. And then a waitress comes over and says, you know, like, I, I have a friend that's going to sit with you. <laughs> this big, bald guy. Um... Just immediately goes right in, big energy. It was his 49th birthday. Like, breaks right into conversation. Yeah. Zero introduction, just like we've known him our whole lives. <laughs> he had some struggles with, he was there with his wife, but he bought one ticket. Amateur. So she was just waiting outside. <laughs> Which was sad. She was on a bench by herself. I mean. She was like, I'm fine. I'm sh- I'm online shopping. Yeah. So he took a selfie with the three of us and sent it to her. Which that was, was fun. Which was awkward for sure. Yeah. He was from Texas. Um, and we we talked about our profession. Right. He asked what we did for a living. And then we asked him and he said, I'm an arms dealer. An arms dealer. And I was like, oh. I mean, how do you respond? <laughs> how do you respond when a man says he's an arms dealer? So he has some kind of... <laughs> range at at what the dallas fort worth airport we're probably gonna identify him just from <laughs> just from saying that alone but yeah. i mean he well, was we found him nice online guy. pretty easily <laughs> yeah he didn't hide his identity very well but he yeah. was he was a nice guy he bought mm-hmm. us all drinks oh yeah he bought us all drinks that was nice which was very nice mm-hmm. but he just yeah another person that was that was a big 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 personality yeah a little bit too big some might say and I just could not match his energy. Well, and he, then he left. He left after maybe like 10 minutes of Yeah, he didn't even stay for the show. Like, which was fine by me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, your bald head's blocking my view of the stage. Move. Uh, but no, that was that was a really fun night. Um, yeah. I don't know. What was your high? Well, but before I say that, I was, I was going to um, 
talk about our other driver that took us to the zoo. Oh my god, that man. <sighs> he was probably one of the most interesting ones. We Which had. like it came out of nowhere because I feel like the first half of the drive was like was normal. Normal. Uh and then like, you know, I'm fine with dad jokes. That's fine. <laughs> I dabble in the occasional dad joke. Holly was getting so sassy though. I was like, okay, I don't want him to hurt us. Like, <laughs> He's driving a motor vehicle. Oh, we God. should be more cautious. So first he told us a joke. I don't even know what he was talking about. He said something about Tom Brady. And then he's like, oh yeah, I had lunch with him in my head. And we were and like, And then she what? goes, okay, you can drop us off here. And, <laughs> and that cracked him up. Uh, and then he did that one joke about the Italian restaurant. And the, oh, the cook that? that they found uh, on the ground. And she was, she thought he was, like, serious. So she's like, was he dead? And he's like, yeah, he passed away. Oh, my God. I forgot about that joke. <laughs> and I think I laughed at first. But then I was like, you know what? Was it that funny? Not really. And then he told this really long joke about a guy in a, uh, an overweight guy in a wheelchair. And it just didn't even make sense. It didn't make sense and it was mean. And it was just... It the, was just strange. The punchline wasn't even uh, funny. And we were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So then he's... I don't know. And he had eight children. They, oh, yeah. They were joking around about him doing stand-up or whatever. And then... Don't quit your day job. Right. She was like, is that what you tell yourself in the mirror? I was like, can we not be so sassy with this stranger? Yeah. Let's wait like, till he's not operating the car that we're in. And then we oh, so then he, he pulled into the zoo and he's like, oh, I got an ex that's like wild. I think she was birthed here. I was like, oh, my. Ah! see, you remember everything. Your memory is uncanny because I did not even remember all the jokes oh, he God. told. But then he was like joking about coming with us to the zoo. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> Please just don't don't join mm-hmm. us on this journey. Like we've had enough of your jokes. We're You're good. like the only thing I believed was that he had eight. It <laughs> was the only thing I think he was truthful about. Oh, Truly, dear. yeah. That was, so that was wild. Uh, my high. Wait, what did I say at the restaurant that I'm I said was my high? Um. Hmm. It was not the Country Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what did we do the day before that? What did we do the day before? It was, we did the zoo and the distillery and what, oh, mm, no. We did the Opry, but that was the day after. Yeah. I don't know. I think my high may have been, um... Just the night on Broadway. Oh, that's when what we you went. Said. That is when what we you went said. to Luke Bryan's bar. Yeah, we danced. I all. miss going out dancing so fucking much. Like, and it was yeah. just just a little taste of that. No, that was a fun. I think that is what yeah, you said. They that had was a, a fun great night. playlist. Ugh, it was like it was, it was Usher. It was it was Lizzo. It was mm. Miley. It was. I think there was some Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, there were some throwback jams. Yeah, like it was everything it was that you would want in a in a playlist. <laughs> Yeah, we were DMX. gonna we were gonna leave and we're like, wait, every song yeah. is a banger. We can't, we can't yeah. go. Yeah. So that was fun. And then being at the the Florida Georgia Line bar was a lot of fun too. We met that girl in the bathroom. Oh, I love meeting drunk girls in bathrooms. <laughs> That's another fun topic. Like, yeah. And that was a good band, and I was worried because they sat us at a table directly so in front of the band i thought we were all gonna go deaf but it really wasn't that bad no they were they were good that's that's the beauty of nashville and mm-hmm. we've come full circle now in this podcast but i would i would say 10 out of 10 second time there there's always something new to see um yeah you have to just go experience it and probably don't go 
with a bachelorette party. I would, like, go... Like, well, a girl's trip is fun. It's a good place for a long weekend to just get away. Yeah. My, our our one friend just told me that she's um going to a bachelorette party in Nashville in, like, August. So, I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah. There's there's just plenty of stuff to do. But um, I think that's it. Are we... I think yeah, that's I think that's a good, a good length to stop. We did good. Um, we talked for a long time. Yeah. Rambling, rambling, rambling. But... That's what this is going to be. So, but, so if that's what you like, <laughs> subscribe. Come on back. <laughs> Come on back for more. You hear? <laughs> We're still saying y'all from our trip. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.